833. We watched Murphy Brown last night. Uh, Lex, what did you think? Didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, I really wanted to like this because I love Murphy Brown. I do love the character. Strong female role model. Love it, right? Speaks her mind. Yeah. But last night, the premiere of this revival, uh, it just it felt very polarizing. Also, uh, as we were talking about in the beginning of the hour and earlier in the show, Dr. Ford's testimony, there's already there already real life drama <laughs> that, that's enough already. Um, and then you add the cheesy writing. It felt old, the trying too hard. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I had to stop it at midway through. I just I couldn't take it anymore. I agree with your assessment of the first half. My only, my only, uh, my only uh, disagreement, or not disagreement. My only wish is uh, you probably would have liked the second half a little bit better. Uh, a couple reasons. First, there was a surprise cameo by Hillary Clinton that CBS had kept secret, and they managed to keep this a secret. No one knew. Uh, they did that uh, vis-a-vis the the bit that they held over from the original show, where Murphy ke- can't keep a secretary, and. Hillary walks, comes out of the elevator to, to interview as a potential secretary, but she's not Hillary. She plays a Hillary with one L. Here's a, here's a little <laughs> bit of that. Hello. I'm here to interview for the secretarial position. Hillary? Yes, Hillary. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> My God, you look just like... I know, Hillary Clinton. I get that a lot, but my name is spelled with one L. <laughs> Oh, okay, Hillary, with one L, please sit down. Um, I I guess you've heard this is a pretty demanding job. I have. Your reputation precedes you. But I want you to know I'm not afraid of hard work. I'm qualified and ready on day one. And I also assume you've had previous secretarial experience? Absolutely. For four years, I was the secretary. uh, I was the secretary of a very large organization. So it goes on. and um, So that moment was cute. And then she has really good chemistry with her now adult son, which kind of freaks me out. And it's a flash of mortality for me because we watched the kid be born in 1991 or whatever when she was fighting with Dan Quayle. But anyway, um, she has really good chemistry with the actor that plays her son. And that was very authentic. But I agree with you. Uh, the Murphy Brown revival suffers from what the Will and Grace revival suffered with. Yes. In their first season, and that is, they they have to prove why why they're back, and that takes up a lot of energy, and that takes up a lot of comedy real estate, and they really need to get get out of that. They need to uh, d- dispense with all of that nonsense, and the whole Murphy is old now jokes with the Twitter. She doesn't know how to use Twitter, and Lex, you made a good point, and I believe you. I think Murphy Brown is Murphy Brown is a savvy woman. She would know how to tweet. She would know how to tweet. Don't tell me that she. Okay, whatever. But that's a minor thing. Yeah. And and as far as the political commentary, Murphy Brown has always been political. But the rhythms, the comedy rhythms that were funny in 1992 are no longer funny now. Uh, Our tastes and jokes are are different. And I hope the writing staff learns this ASAP because the jokes were very tired and very stale in the first half of that pilot. Uh, They need to get some writers. They need to poach some writers from Samantha Bee or John Oliver or whatever. And speaking of those shows, here's another problem. If they're going to address the political topics of the day, 
they have competition now that they didn't have in 1990, 1990, 91, and 92. And that is uh, John Oliver and The Daily Show are doing political satire and political commentary much better than what we watched last night. So if you're going to get in that arena, you got to step up your game or you're going to look old fashioned and you're going to look you're going to look out of touch while you're trying to stay in touch. Uh, That's the problem. I have hope, though, Lex, because now let me transition. I have hope because I watched I finished it this morning on my phone. NBC sent me the screener for the first two episodes of the new season of Will and Grace. Mm hmm. So much better. So much better. That's good to hear. They got all of that baggage that they had to tie up loose ends last season. It's all done. It is now a fresh show. Yes, it's that fantastic foursome, but it's fresh stories. It doesn't feel like they're trying hard to prove they should be here in 2018, which, right, Lex, that's how we kind of felt. Oh, you know? yes. I mean, it and was, look, we, we realize the giant task that is necessary uh, to satiate the fans that back then. Yes. <laughs> and also be broad enough to include and welcome uh, new people who don't know these characters from another ki- from another franchise or anyone else. So, it's a hard thing to do. There's examples of where it's been done very well, but you're yes. right. They were they it, they had to cram so much in. And it's also the, it's not a desperate move, but it's in in a sense it is it's where you have to just cram as much as you can because you don't yes. know if you're going to get a second season. 22 minutes, Lex. Yes. And, bu- and by the way, can I, on that note, Don McLean, Alexis mm-hmm. Thompson. Yes, my, yes. My, my talkers. Dear NBC, you are, if you want people to stop watching streaming services and come over to you, you got to change the commercial structure of your sitcoms. There, there seems like there's one more commercial break jammed in to the to to Will and Grace, and it interrupts the flow. They do like a short sequence, and boom, we're all ready to another commercial. You gotta fix, you gotta restructure your breaks, NBC. It's ridiculous. Yes. It, we're now down to about 21 minutes of content. That's ridiculous. You got to change that. This isn't 1957 anymore. This isn't even 1987 anymore. You got to you got to restructure your commercial breaks. The, the show just Charge starts getting going. What? What, what, I don't know. Lex. What is the you, answer to that? I don't know what the answer is, but I'm just telling you. Especially with comedy, Don. You know this. You're you're a screenwriter. You're an actress. You you get the momentum going, you get the rhythm, you you get the scene going, and then boom, you have to go to a stupid commercial. And I know that's always been in place, but it just seems like mm, NBC's trying more. to. There's way more mm-hmm. now, and it is it's a disservice. It's a disservice to the cast, and it's a disservice to the writers. You got to fix that. Having said that, this episode, two things: David Schwimmer makes his debut in the season premiere. As Grace's love interest, a potential love interest, and he couldn't be farther from Ross, which is fantastic. It is, it is a David Schwimmer you really haven't seen in comedies before. Uh, I won't tell you anything else. I'll let it unspool for you. Hmm. And the other thing I mentioned this earlier, I already loved and had great respect for Sean Hayes, Jack, 
his com- uh, his physical comedy skills. Yeah, there is a sequence. I don't want to oversell this, but I I know Lex that especially if you and I were watching this together, which I always love when we do. Sometimes when we watch something, we just get laughing. There is a sequence where Jack puts some numbing lotion <laughs> in places where he shouldn't. And it is reminiscent of that great Tim Conway uh, skit from the Carol Burnett show with the dentist. I rarely laugh out loud during a sitcom. I was in here in my radio room laughing out loud and, and I can't wait. My husband isn't much of a he doesn't really laugh out loud a lot at sitcoms. I cannot wait tonight to watch this with him because Sean Hayes was brilliant in this sequence, and that's in the season premiere. So, hey, Murphy, take a page from Will and Grace because they've seemed to have fixed the problems that they had last year. And I really hope, because like Alexis said at the beginning of this, I love the character. I love Diane English, who, who created the show, and I believe in both of them. But my goodness, you you got to fix this quick. You don't have time. We yeah, don't have a lot of that time. That was, was bad. Well, I bet they were really cringing, the producers, um, about what transpired yesterday and what came up in just the real news. And yeah. all of the, yes. the focus on that political drama, they were probably like, oh, no, no one's going to want to watch our show yes. tonight. I mean, I would be if I was a producer. I'd be like, oh, no, this is the no. worst day to yeah. have this premiere. Yes. But from what I understand from reviewers... Uh, episode three, they CBS gave three episodes to reviewers. I guess episode three starts to uh, find a good rhythm. They it gets epi- better. Yeah, they move forward. They stop looking backwards. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay.